Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Talk to your Zoom H6 about crack cocaine abuse. Some amount of crack cocaine is perfectly normal for a recording device to use. It is part of the recording industry. But everyone can overdo it, and if your Zoom H6 starts not reading cards or, for example, stealing from you in order to pawn your stuff to buy more crack cocaine, you might need to do an intervention. This has been Robert Evans and a public service announcement about the Zoom H6 handhold recorder. How was that? Are we good? Yeah. Is that a good way to introduce a podcast? What, pod- <laughs> what podcast? It depends on your answer. That's a great question, Sophie. Scholars have debated for decades which show this is, but personally, uh, it is the opinion of myself uh, and a large body of researchers at Oxford and Cambridge that this is It Could Happen Here, a podcast about how things are falling apart and how maybe put them back together one of these days, figure it out. I'm here with Garrison and Chris. How are you guys? How are, how are y'all doing? Just, just absolutely splendid. 
Mm-hmm. I I'm extremely excited that every time I leave Twitter, there's a new mass shooting. There's there was it's, like boy, 20 this has the been past weekend. It's been there, a lot. There, there have been quite a few mass shootings in the last 48 hours, <laughs> and there's a non-zero chance there's been at least one between when we record this podcast and when you listen to it. Yeah, I'm not trying to be flippant. That's just a reality. Um, so I think we're going to talk about the two most recent ones, one of which um, was the mass shooting in Buffalo, New York, by a 4chan motherfucking white supremacist, uh, very much patterned after the 2019 8chan shootings, particularly the Christchurch massacre. Um, and then the day after, I guess it's not technically a mass shooting because only one person was killed, thankfully. Um, but there was a shooting that was certainly an attempt to be a mass shooting because he attempted to like close the exits and stop people from leaving at a um, a Taiwanese uh, church um, in Southern California, um, which was stopped by the congregation before nearly as many people could get killed. Um, and appears to be, it's just come out, um, motivated by nationalist hatred of Taiwan by a, a Chinese man. Um, that's yeah, the it's, broad understanding of both. It's complicated. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we'll get into that. into that. But we should probably deal with them chronologically. Um, the Buffalo shooting is... It's one of those things. I made a big chunk of my bones as a journalist in the field that I used to spend most of my time reporting and covering the 8chan shootings. And after every one of those in 2019, I had an article within about two hours. I haven't written anything about this one. I don't plan to because there's not much to say. It is what we've seen before. Um, I know there's some debate over how much of the man, as there should be over like how much of the manifesto you can take at face value, which is none of it. Um, And as to whether or not there might be something more going on here. But it is kind of my opinion from the information we have that this is the kind of attack we've seen before and the kind of attack we will probably see again more than once before the year's over. You know, this is someone who was radicalized primarily um, against uh, the immigration or the existence really of people who are not white in the United States um, and believes that the best way to cleanse the country of people who are not white is to carry out mass shootings that will radicalize other people and that will lead further to the breakdown of civil society in the United States by pushing it kind of like hot button issues like gun control um, in order to further, you know, it's an accelerationist sort of attack. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what I'm seeing here. Yep. I mean, it's, yeah, like, like we said, it's very, very much riffing off of, uh, Christchurch. I mean, at least mm-hmm. over half of his manifesto was like specifically ripped plagiarized from yeah. that manifesto, uh, which of course that manifesto itself was, was ripped from a lot of other yep. manifestos. Yep. It's kind of yep. this just series of, like launching mimetic language from one shooting to another, mm-hmm. just kind of compiling into this massive conglomerate that's all based on trying to convince more people to do the same act. Um, that's really, I mean, yeah. that, that, that's, that's why when people are like talking about this and people try to limit the attention on the manifestos and that kind of stuff, because it's, it's all crafted specifically to get other people to do the exact same thing. Um, it's it's yes. filled, filled with memes, filled with, filled, filled with in jokes, full of like in group out group stuff to, convince people to kind of go down a similar path and all of it's carefully crafted that way the one really interesting thing about this is that there's not only manifesto but also like almost 700 pages of diaries that he posted as well um and logs from from like over like 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 from a long 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 time 
uh, tracking his inner thoughts, but also like again, he posted it and he knew he was going to do this. So there's no telling how how accurate that is. Yeah, it's, it's, it's all it's all in this package that he wants to present to people. So a lot of the nitty gritty is not even worth talking about in a lot of a lot of cases. No, and I, I'm not. I think there's broadly speaking things you can learn. And I'm also, I, I to be clear, I'm not against researchers oh, studying, yeah, no, and no, I no. think it should be absolutely. Absolutely, I am against just finding a thing in there and like posting it. Like when I when I made my post, I was pretty careful to note a couple of things that seemed consistent based on other aspects of the like things that he claimed about his radicalization that seemed consistent with what we were seeing. Like he noted that he was primarily radicalized online. That seems plausible to me because of how fucking online the manifesto is. Yeah. Um, like, and, and it's one of those folks are not entirely wrongfully bringing up the fact that the, the great replacement white genocide sort of conspiracy theory that seems to have motivated this fellow is basically identical to shit Tucker Carlson says. That's not, not that's, relevant. That's not but, what radicalized but, him, though. I, but that's I, not what yeah. radicalized him. Yes. That's, yeah. This, that's this is not I've, a dude who was watching Fox, right? That's, like, that's something not I've been this. frustrated by looking yeah. at the discourse, because yes, obviously Tucker shouldn't be talking about this because he's normalizing this very rhetoric that you find in these manifestos. But he did the, the, he did not find this from Tucker. This no. is like it's it's a it's a whole whole different ballgame. Um and when there's that conflation, I do find that to be slightly frustrating. Um, yeah. And some of the problem with discussing this is the problem with discussing basically any of these attacks is that the mass media coverage of it is nearly always going to flatten it to a degree that works in the favor of the people who are using this as propaganda of the deed. Yeah. And we can talk about maybe are there ways to determine that, you know, I've, I've definitely, that's something that I've spent a decent amount of my career kind of struggling with. It's, it's a tough thing to do because um one of the things that's very frustrating that we we've, we've seen in the wake of this attack and that we see in the wake of basically every politically motivated attack is a whole bunch of people from a whole different bunch of belief systems and sides immediately trying to spin it in order to push the narrative they think is useful for the attack to have. And some of them believe legitimately what they're saying. Like the fo- I think most of the people who are like, this is, you know, Tucker Carlson's doing, are generally just folks who have not spent as much time in the fever swamps as we have and see, oh, Tucker Carlson's talking about this, this guy carried out a shooting, they must be related, right? I don't think that's like, that's wrong, yeah. but I don't think that's malicious. And then you get folks who are malicious with it, right? Like you have all the, the Azov Italian stuff is the, the folks. Yeah, right. One of the one of the narratives we've seen form, particularly from what I like to call the shithead left, um, is folks being like, "Well, there was a Sonnenrad, the Black Sun. It's a Nazi occulty symbol." The people who are more nerds about Nazis will even quibble with that, but that's that's the broad strokes of what it is. Um, and it's it's a symbol that's definitely on some Azov gear. It's also on a has been on a bunch of shit well before it's there was been an Azov battalion since the 30s, since the 40s. Yeah, it's, it's, not, all it's all over not, the yeah. fucking place. And um, it, the reason he did it, the reason he had a black sun on some shit, was not because of the Azov battalion. Um, it, in fact, he talked about wanting to break up NATO a bunch, uh, but it was because the Sonnenrad was on the chest of the plate carrier of the Christchurch shooter. Yes. Yeah, but there's all and he's of a big people, fan of the Christchurch shooter. <laughs> there's all of these people who are like, yeah, authoritarian left or whatever, who are being like, oh, how can Americans condemn this attack when this guy is is, is using Azov imagery? And they're, I, there's no telling how genuine they are with this. Like, there's there's no telling if if they actually know what they're mm. doing or if they're just or if they're just being like 
if, if they're purposely misinformed or what's going I, on. Cause like it doesn't, my, it, it doesn't matter, but yeah, my, my, narrative, my, my assumption with those folks is that they are doing it because if you are um, a competent paid propagandist, you want to always be pushing the narrative in a way that furthers whatever it is your job to push. And if yeah. your job is connecting Ukraine to every bad thing that happens and a mass shooting that has nothing to fucking do with, with Ukraine or the Ukrainian government, um, if you can connect it back to them, then you're back in your wheelhouse, right? Because maybe you're not so strong talking about the fact that you and some of the people around you have been friendly with fucking Tucker Carlson uh, and he pushes a similar narrative to the one this mass shooter used. Maybe that's uncomfortable. What is comfortable is saying, no, this guy who did this bad thing is tied to these other bad people who are tied to this group that my entire career is about attacking. That's a much stronger position to be in, you know, if you're, you know, a propagandist. It's just like you see folks on the right who don't want to grapple with the fact that this was a right winger who carried out a terrorist attack um, based on an ideology that even motherfucking Ben Shapiro has pushed elements of. Um, you don't want to deal with that, so you call him a leftist because we, we saw the same thing with Christchurch. He could, yeah, he made a couple of vague. He's not a leftist. He repeatedly identified himself as right wing and as a fascist, as a Nazi, um, as a, an ethno nationalist. Um, but he made like a couple of vague comments that they're taking out of context and being like, "See, he was on the left," um, which he wanted to happen. That yeah, is like which he which wanted like, to happen. That's why he yeah, put it yeah. in there, right? It it's it is like it is all part yeah. of the bit. It's all this. It's 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 yeah. all of this like I like irony poisoned thing that they do on yeah. purpose to give anyone a propaganda out or give anyone a propaganda in. It, it's it, all it, yeah. It, if you'll we, remember we've seen in, it before, it's not it's not it, new, but it's frustrating. Yeah, in the Christchurch Manifesto, Tarrant um, said that he'd been radicalized by Candace Owens. Yeah, um, who's like a person who says a bunch of shitty fucked up stuff. I don't like Candace Owens, but like had nothing to do with that guy's radicalization. Right. Like that's not that's not where he's fucking coming from. Um, but he did it because he wanted to because it's fucking it's shit posting. You know, it's to muddy the water. It's to get people like it's to it's to reduce the ability of people trying to grapple with what has happened to accurately see what has happened and accurately identify the problem and respond I mean, a, to a it. Big, a big motive for this stuff is to cause this kind of social and discourse chaos, right? They, mm -hmm. they want people, they want everyone to be confused and they want everyone yeah. to be fighting each other and, and, dis and disagreeing some... on basic terms, right? The whole, the whole point of this is to like encourage gun control legislation, which will get the right match, which will cause people be, mm. to be more willing to do mass shootings or to do attacks against government, right? It's, it's, it's all part of the ba like yeah. basic, very basic accelerationist uh, uh, like talking points and, and tactics. So and all, it... the confusion's not accidental. It's all, it's, it's all intentional. No. If you, I think a good way to look at this, if you like fighter planes and helicopters in a combat zone will have a, a type of countermeasure they will launch if someone's shooting a missile that's like a tracking missile, heat seeking or whatever at them. It's called chaff. And it basically, it looks to the missile the same as a helicopter does. So you shoot a bunch of these out and the missile goes and hits something that's not the fucking helicopter, but to its sensors looks like a helicopter. That's what they're doing. They're shooting out chaff. They're getting you to like, box with shadows rather than potentially landing a blow against like the central problem. And the central problem is a, not an easy one to grapple with without all that stuff around it. Right. Because the, the issue here is how the way in which the internet enables radicalization, the way in which online communities are prone to radicalization, um, the way in which, uh, 
the conservative media and aspects of like just basic American history play into this specific people who want to do violence in this way for this reason, um, which is why the cops don't notice them even when they're on their radar, which is why that like the the warning signs don't get spotted Um, and the ways in which I think more than anything, the ways in which the Internet has created a perfect incubation chamber for radical violence. And that is one of the stories here, right? Um, You know, people are focusing on gun control, um, which this guy bought his gun in the state of New York, which has the most restrictive gun laws in the country. Um, What's more relevant, even if you're on that end, is this guy was deeply involved in like tactical Reddit. This guy was heavily involved in in tactical videos and training videos and talking with other people about the best weapons, the best ways to use them. And if you watch the, I don't watch the video, um, but he was competent. He engaged competently. He did, he maximized his ability to do damage. He took out somebody um, with a gun who was attempting to stop him. Um, That shit, the stuff that he did to prepare tactically worked. And the kind of tactical chunks of, of, of Reddit, of the internet, which are not all right wing, but a hell of a lot of them are, and a hell of a lot of them have gone in very scary directions in the last couple of years. Um, not only do I suspect contributed to his radicalization, but I can say certainly contributed to his ability to effectively kill people. Yeah, I mean, he had like over five pages just on what helmet he yeah. picked out. He had pages on what socks he was wearing, which is not, which is for multiple reasons. It's one, to make the actual act more effective. It's two, to inspire not like discourse like this, but also to to get people to replicate what he did, right? It's yeah. crafting all of these symbols that people can replicate. Be like, oh, he picked out these socks. That means I'm, I'm going to yeah. get these socks. I'm going to get these socks. Right? I'm gonna, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's all this branding thing. Um, we should take we should take a break, and then I want to come back and talk you know, about some mimetic language stuff. You know who else can give you good advice on socks? Oh, I boy. All right, here's ads. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Me. 
Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Okay, um, I want to talk about some mimetic language stuff because this was all heavily riffing, on, and I, I specifically used the term riffing um, off of the Christchurch shooting, uh, which itself was riffing off of other stuff, right? But he, he, yeah. he went so far yeah, as Yeah, I mean, to, the, the Christchurch shooting was a copycat shooting of the uh, Anders Breivik shooting, or at least descendant of whatever term you want to use. Yeah. But that's what inspired the Christchurch shooting. And it's... Yeah. <sighs> I mean, he, he was the, the, for for the Buffalo shooting. He was testing out different live streaming platforms. He was doing all this stuff to craft a very specific image, and it, like images are very are very, are very powerful. We've talked about like meme magic before. If we want, if we want to get silly about it, um, but he was very very much involved in crafting these things that could be replicated visually. Um, that's that's why he wanted to live stream it so bad. It's that he just the, the same way the same way uh, Christchurch was, and. This is like really important for why we don't share this type of stuff and why we why we specifically clamp down on this on this on, on this style of propaganda and why we really encourage people not to share it, not to look at it, not to do that stuff. Because he he does in, in the few parts of the manifesto that, that he did write, um, he does. He did say like watching the Christchurch video was very impactful for him, which I don't disagree with i'm sure i'm sure it was he he it did change the course of my life yeah <laughs> he, even and he did great lengths to recreate mm-hmm. it um and this is why we people who are like researchers and people who kind of hand, try to handle this kind of stuff um in, in like in their time on earth uh are so particular about this like i think last year like a year and a half ago there was this film company based in new zealand who wanted to make a Christchurch film, uh, uh, and they want they were going to film a recreation of the shooting, but they said like, oh, but it's to to show the horror and to show the impact it had on the victims. Doesn't fucking matter. It, ma- it matters zero amount because once you put that language into cinematography, you are giving them basically ammunition to help create propaganda, which will get more yeah. m- more people killed. This is why the same thing we see the same thing on fucking. Um, Roblox. We see people recreate the Christchurch shooting on Roblox. It was actually a major problem, like a year ago specifically. It was a huge problem of people recreating the footage inside this game engine. And it's it's specifically it's 
it's very it's a very powerful tool that they use to spread around. Uh, it's targeted specifically people ages 12 to 18. This this guy was 18 years old. Um, it's he was heavily involved in online gaming. He was a really heavy um, Reddit user specifically. Um, he loved Discord. So it's it's these are the places where, where it spreads e- even more so than 8chan now. To yeah, to and, I, and I I extent. would say. We ne- and that called him like a four chan shooter because number one he definitely was familiar with with poll and number he two he was on there like, yeah. he, he announced his live stream there I do agree with you Reddit was a bigger part of his radicalization I suspect and in, in a lot of and Discord probably and I suspect he yeah. did purposefully minimize the extent to which conversations on Discord were part of his radicalization journey in particular that would be my assumption at the moment. But for, for countering this type of rhetoric and this type of propaganda, right? Because they're they're trying to make themselves look cool. They're trying to make themselves look tactical. They're trying to look. Mm-hmm. They're trying to make themselves right, look like they're in a video game. Make, they make it look like they're in a movie, right? They're trying to be cinematic. Like they, he was he was testing out different cameras. Um, he, he tested like a GoPro. He just he tested out his phone camera, right? Trying to get a specific look. Um, and we, we just we just talked about how he was tactically proficient in some ways. But in handling this type of thing, we have to. When we're crafting counter stuff to make this to make this thing less likely, we need to not even focus on that. We need to make them look stupid, make them look juvenile, make them look like they're pathetic, make them look like they're stupid and silly, like they're larpers. That's one of, of the things that saved God knows how many lives at kind of the high point of the eight chan shootings in 2019 was that fucker in Hall, Germany, tried to carry one out and got the piss beat out of him by a dude at a mosque. Yeah. Um, and was f- photographed the next day in court, just covered. It's like beat to shit. Um, that image probably saved some lives. They they want to be cool. They want to be mimetic. They want to be spread around as a symbol. And we need, like, culturally need to, yes, this is obviously very scary. This is a very real threat for many, for many people, many people of color, many black people, many, many Muslims, people of different religions, Jewish people, queer people. But... We need to when when specifically crafting rhetoric and propaganda against these things, we need to make them look pathetic, right? That, 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 that's yes. what it needs to be framed as. Because if you make them look scary and competent, that's actually going to make these things worse. Um, because they 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 love that, right? Like, as, as if if you film it, the Christ, if you do any kind of like movie about the Christchurch shooting, no matter how you shoot it, they're going to love it. If if mm-hmm. you're showing people in pain, they they want that. They want that. It's that's the that's what they're looking for. You need to specifically frame this as these people LARPing and these people being pathetic and people being terminally online um, and having bad social skills. Like you, you need to you need to frame it in this way that makes them look not desirable because their whole point is to craft this desirable and visually stunning propaganda. Um, and I think yeah, that's that that's I, I've been thinking about this for the past, yeah, the past day or we'll, so because we'll, there's just been so much. But like, hey, I, I, the, identifying the, these people isn't the problem, right? Like this guy, he was he was talked to by by counselors last year because they were afraid he was he was going to do a school shooting. Um, like there was a lot of the red flags and stuff, and like the, he was he was talk he was talked to by people before this happened. Like he he wasn't an unknown factor. He wasn't an unknown of the v- vector. To make to make this to make to you know to, to be this a person that can do this, but there's there's no way people are very people are good at fig, finding these people before they do it, uh, but we're bad at actually stopping them from doing it once we find once we find them. Uh, there's there's really no power to stop it, um, and interrupting any kind of radicalization pipeline mm-hmm. is really hard. So it's more about laying the groundwork to make the pipeline look 
pathetic, so it's harder to happen again. But always countering yeah. this stuff is frustrating because if there was a good strategy, and we wouldn't be here. Be be deeply. I I want to move on to the yeah yeah. The it's time to move California. On to the next one. But at the at the end of this to close out, be deeply suspicious, if not outright contemptuous of anyone who posits a simple solution to these shootings, whether that solution is gun control, whether it's expanded police powers, whether it's fucking arming everybody so that they can shoot shooters. Anyone who proposes a simple solution to this, this is a deeply complicated problem um, because we let a number of horrible, horrible, obvious problems go on for way too long. And the solution to this will be painfully, agonizingly difficult and will take time. And there is there is not a simple, all-encompassing way to deal with this. Um, one of the things that you can do right now to better prepare yourself to potentially deal with this problem is take a Stop the Bleed course, carry an IFAC and a gunshot wound kit um, as often as possible. And that continues to be my best immediate advice to people um, because that there's no downsides to doing that and it, it could and does save lives in other shootings. All right, let's move on. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. Just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah. 
Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. In other news, in other news, the next shooting. Yeah. <laughs> Hooray. Yeah. Okay. This is a weird one. Um, and I, I think the thing we need to make clear up front is that this happened yesterday. Um, As of time of recording. Still, yeah, time of recording. Details are still emerging. And it's weird. There's a lot of potential to. So, so for, for people who don't know, um, a Presbyterian church in California was attacked by a, a Chinese guy. This is this is a Taiwanese church. Um, it's mostly senior citizens. And I mean, th- okay, so there, there's there's a few important things up front that people should probably understand about this. One is that okay, so Taiwan Taiwan is ruled by military dictatorship. For, for like basically the the, the the better part of of the post World War II period, it is ruled by a military dictatorship run by the Nationalist Party, the KMT. The KMT is extraordinary in in this period. It is extraordinarily violent. They assass- they assassinate people all over the place. They kill people on American soil. They kill. They train death squads in Latin America, and you know they're 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 known for the sort of human anti communism. But eventually, they're sort of Toppled by revolution isn't quite the right word, but as you know, the the KMT as a party is still around today and is one of the two sort of major like Taiwanese political parties, but they're not like the sort of desk they're not exactly the sort of death squad mafia party that they were through most of the twentieth century. Um the the sort of the, the, the sort of progressive forces that worked to overthrow the dictatorship, a lot of them coalesce into a party called the DDP, and one of the th- things about the DDP is, and there's a lot of sort of complicated Taiwanese political stuff here, but they are very, very closely connect- connected to the Presbyterian Church in a lot of ways. And this, I, I, I don't know the specifics about this church, but there is there is a very strong connection between, and then the, the, the DDP are, <sighs> okay, pro-independence is putting it too strongly, but if you're a pro-independent, like you, you want Taiwan to be an independent country and you don't want them to sort of like, either continue well okay this, this, this is the problem with Taiwanese politics it's enormously convoluted uh <laughs> there's a lot of stuff going on at some at any time and people are going to get mad at me for the implications i'm making but yeah the, the the short version of the story is that the sort of anti-ccp pro-independence e-forces are and the sort of like progressive movement is sort of lumped into the ddp and those are the people who are getting shot yeah, like because yeah, because again, there's there's this very strong connection between Presbyterian Church and the DDP, um, and the KMT. Who again, I mean, okay, they, they've had an extremely complicated relationship with the Communist Party over the last hundred years. It's incredibly baffling, but they've basically swung around towards being more favorable to China. 
and there are there are some fact extremist factions of it that are that support unific like just unification. Um, what seems to have happened here is okay. So this the the, the shooter's family seems to have been like deported from China to Taiwan, and he like did not like it in Taiwan, and 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 this is where it starts to get very murky. Um. The, the police statement we have says that it you know it's about sort of racial like it's it's it's, it's an anti Taiwanese animus, but that can mean a lot of things. And yeah, this this again, I I keep saying it's murky, and it's because it's it's genuinely murky. There's a chance that this is one of one of the things that's been happening since the Hong Kong protests is a, a solidification in mainland China of sort of anti of anti Taiwanese sentiment has sort of lumped in in, in this sort of like nationalist anti Hong Kong thing there was there was a hardening of rhetoric against yeah, yeah. Uh, Taiwan but also there's a lot of there's a lot of people in Taiwan like like especially KMT hardliners on the hard right who like really 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 intensely hate like the sort of like the the sort of progressive anti CCP pro independence people sure and you know and this is something we don't we don't know what his affiliation is he was like in his like no. he was like in his like his sixties, right? Yeah. Well, and, and this is this this is this is weird because like there's a lot of things that that could be true about this because of how old he is. Like, again, you know, I mean, he 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 is around when the KMT is is straight yeah. up a death squad party, right? Yeah, yeah. So it could be that it could be he's sort of like independently radicalized. There's been some like <sighs> rumors might be too weak of a word, but there 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 have been. Some some kind of sketchy reporting that like his ex was leaving for Taiwan and that that may have played a part in it. But, you know, I, violence between the KMT and people who don't like the KMT is a thing that there wasn't a, there was a lo- very large amount of in the U S for a lot of reasons. And even though the KMT is sort of like, I mean, their, their alignment to China has like flipped in the past about 40 years. I, uh, I don't know. I'm, really really desperately hoping that that's this isn't going to set off i mean because i mean there, there's already been a lot of especially around hong kong there's been a lot of physical violence like people attacking each other at protests about between for example people who support their hong kong protests and uh chinese like ccp nationalists but this is something different very weird very embedded in the taiwanese context and i don't think we fully understand what's going on here um the other thing again is like this guy he, like he lived in taiwan like he, he was speaking taiwanese like when when he was essentially like going into this church to infiltrate before he shot everyone so like he this isn't like this this this, this isn't and, and i think people are reporting it like this because they don't know what's going on but like this this isn't a case of like a guy who was from mainland china who like decided that he hated taiwanese people like this he he was there he like he, sp- he speaks he speaks taiwanese he like understands the Taiwanese political situation very in depth, which presumably is why he targeted the specific church. But other than that, it's it's the motives are still kind of murky. And this is the other problem with it, which is that like the sheriffs, like there's no way that the sheriffs have any idea what they're looking at. Like they, they've been apparently reading his personal notes and it's like, I don't trust their analysis 
of it. Good because, Lord, no. Yeah, like these. <laughs> if you weren't here, we would have to find someone else who understands that conflict in order to talk about it. I don't feel comfortable like trying to figure out or analyze that guy's notes. I sure as shit don't trust some fucking sheriff's oh, yeah, deputy no. to do it. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, this stuff is <laughs> like, yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, and, and I think that that's. I don't know. I will say, like, I, this I think was like the worst possible scenario for what what that shooting is about because this is a kind of this is a kind of violence that was really intense like right after world war two and sort of like and, and, you know there, there's been periods where like yeah i mean it, people have been like people have gotten killed here but it hasn't been that violent in a long time and I don't know. I'm I'm hoping this is just one guy who had a particular grievance who I don't know like was was pushed by sort of external factors, but if this is a sign of like if if this is a sign of sort of anti-Taiwanese like national well okay, so th- there's one other thing that that we need to talk about because that's unclear because th- there's two kinds of potential chi- like right-wing Chinese nationalism at play here and it's unclear which one's happening because there are there are people who are right wing Chinese nationalists who are like pro CCP right, but there's also a kind like a kind of like it, it it shifted, but there's also like a a a like a, a KMT nationalist based right wing Chinese nationalism which favors sort of like reunification with China, but is is not the same thing as as the sort of mainland nationalism and has its own particular like very local political grudges. Like with with the DDP and with the sort of like progressive e movements in Taiwan, and I don't know, and a- a- anything beyond that is kind of like trying to figure out which one it is. Like we just don't know unless the police, unless the police actually decide to like show us this guy's notes or like give us recordings of what he's been saying. Uh, we're not gonna know, and maybe maybe by the time this is out, like there will be more stuff, but. Right now, it's very muddled, very bad. The fact that this guy also, I think, was an American citizen, but was born in China, has gotten every... Uh, like, even even the Chinese media outlets are saying extremely weird stuff because they're confused by it. So, it is a, it is a, muddled, it is a muddled mess. Ugh. <sighs> It's, I mean, and, and everything about this last weekend's been muddled. There's been so many different mass shootings this weekend. Yeah. There's been people being paranoid about copycat mass shootings. You know, uh, yesterday there was reporting that uh, a, a gunman entered a church in Buffalo. Um, that was uh, not actually true. It's uh, someone. Someone in the church yelled, um, uh, "Like, th- there's a gunman or, or something," or like, um, or like, "Get the gun down" or something. Um, and it caused people to create this this kind of rumor, but that, that there wasn't actually someone with a gun. It was it was this someone was like reacting to the sermon that was that that was being had. Um, but yeah, everyone's been super paranoid about yeah. every stuff, all this kind of stuff, as as they should be. So, so sorting through sorting through all this stuff is very complicated and uh, not a great time because it's not it's not fun, um, and we shouldn't have to do it, but. It sucks. <sighs> I do think it's also worth noting that uh, the police did not stop. Uh, I, I, I know specifically they did not stop the one in the church. 
Um, Any of them. The the uh, the past yeah. a pastor oh, wow. uh, a pastor uh, hit the hit, hit the him with a fucking with a chair. chair yeah hit him chair. with a steel chair and yeah then they, and then they hogtied him with an extension mm-hmm. cord and then the police came which, which is um, so dope. Um, I'm sorry yeah, they were ever in that position. But they should that's, never have to be in that position. Yeah. But it turns uh, out more and more people are having to do stuff it, themselves yeah, because it. It's not also the first time that a mass shooter has been stopped by someone hitting them with a chair. If I'm not mistaken, that's how the Gifford shooter was stopped eventually, or part of how he was stopped is somebody fucking decked him with a chair. It's um, yeah, it's really useful. Works. Yeah. yeah, it's really useful yeah. to have something beyond just your limbs. Yeah, um, if someone is trying to shoot you with a gun ideally you get away, but if you can't get away, trying to hit them in the face with something heavy is certainly a, a choice that has saved a number of people's lives. God, what what an absolutely dog shit country. It's like, not a great just, country. And it, when I, oh. you know, I, I noted earlier, anyone trying to sell you like simple solutions, and I mentioned gun control on that, which is not to say that like the outrageously easy, how how ridiculously easy it is to get any kind of gun in this country. Obviously, that's a factor in these shootings. My my um, hesitance to take gun control as a, if you'll forgive the term, magic bullet to fix any of this is number one, the sheer number of guns that are already propagated. Number two, the fact that a lot of gun control measures boil down to making it harder for poor people to get guns. And neither of these shootings seem to have been poor people shooting up um, folks. And uh, just also the fact that while some states are capable of passing additional gun control, number one, New York's basically done everything it's constitutional to do, re restricting gun ownership. Um, and federally, Biden and their Dems can't protect uh, Roe v. Wade. They're sure as shit not going to pass any federal. And that's uh, federal specifically what measures. these people want as well. Like yeah. they're specifically doing yeah. this to get this stuff started so that it increases political yeah. tensions. Whether or not. To agree with my fundamental claim, you don't have to – you can believe that if gun control were to be passed, it could be the solution, but it's not going to be. And so, like, as as regards those of us trying to survive, um, we have to look in other directions because you're not going to get an assault weapons ban. It's just not happening. Yeah. I mean, I uh, the one good I, – I, I, I don't want to say good thing, but – it has been uh, nice to see people slowly uh, dropping the whole like lone wolf terminology. Yes, that is a positive development because these are not, not fucking lone wolves. It's not a lone wolves. wolf. It's, it's part of a very, it's a part of an intentional effort to cause these things to happen. The, the, it's part, the, the groups may be decentralized, but they are not lone yeah, wolves by any stretch yeah, of they the are, imagination. But they are, yeah, they are decentralized and acephalous, but they are deeply, deeply sophisticated and connected. Yeah. Just and not... I, in a way you can drone strike easily. Well, yeah. And, and I think I, I, I'm, I would have some target suggestions. Garrison. <laughs> anyway, get an IFAC, mm-hmm. uh, do stop the bleed. Get an IFAC, and, do stop rem- the bleed. And don't, don't feed into their propaganda in the way don't that they feed want into their propaganda. Um, organize with folks in your neighborhood. This and sucks. Yay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, kids, adults, boys and girls, and individuals of non-binary or other gender identities, uh, cats who happen to be listening in, um, Airwolf, the helicopter, if you're listening in, everybody, every sentient creature listening, you know, uh, I do believe that things can get better. So part of that is not 
letting the the crimes that these the things that these people do like part of the purpose of an attack like this is to make people feel hopeless and overwhelmed it's to black pill you you know to 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 utilize some of their terminology so the way to fight against it is among other things if you're talking about immediate things you can do uh go out and do something nice to help people yeah um, and you know i i would say like as, as a sort of like one brief last note, like, yeah, like in Taiwan, they overthrew the dictatorship and oh, hey, it turns out people stopped getting assassinated by the KMT mm-hmm. in American soil. So, you know, over overthrow your governments and you too mm-hmm. can make peace with your enemies. Yeah. Yeah. Overthrow your government, overthrow another government. You know, yeah. it's all good. It's all good, baby. It Could Happen Here is a production of Cool Zone Media. For more podcasts from Cool Zone Media, visit our website, coolzonemedia.com, or check us out on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find sources for It Could Happen Here updated monthly at coolzonemedia.com slash sources. Thanks for listening. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.